0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستوھر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما so We've been going through the Iman in the day of judgment and we've mentioned some of the topics so far about death, about Barzakh, about the trial of the grave, about the punishments and blessings of the grave. And now we're on the section where we're discussing the actual day of judgment occurring. The day of judgment occurring and that is preceded by certain signs. There will be certain signs leading up to the day of judgment occurring with regards to the day of judgment and when it will be. We mentioned last time that the Day of Judgment is something close now. It is not something far, it is something close and near to occurring. And there are evidences in the Qur'an that indicate that. So for example, Allah mentioned in Suratul qamar اقتربت الساعة that the hour has come close. And in Surah Al-Anbiya, اقترب للناس حسابهم وهم في غفلة معرضون that the accountability for the people has come close, and yet they are in negligence shunning away. The accountability of the people has come close, yet they are in negligence, turning away. So these two ayat indicate that the hour is close. Similarly in Surah al Ma'arij, Allah mentioned, إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا That they think, it is something far, وَنَرَاهُ قَرِيبًا But we see it and know it as something close. So the Day of Judgment is something close and not something far away now. Also in the Sunnah, in the Hadith of Sahal ibn Sa'd, Asa'idi, رضي الله عنه قال رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال بإسمعيه هكذا بالوسط والتي تل الابهام بعثت أنا والساعك هاتين. In this Hadith of Sahel Ibn Saad رضي الله عنه he says. I saw the Prophet ﷺ saying that I have been sent and the hour will occur, meaning the time difference between me being sent as a messenger and when the hour is going to occur is like this. And in the hadith the narrator says, I saw the Prophet do this with his middle finger and his index finger, indicating the small gap from the index to the middle finger, that is the time left for the Day of Judgment to occur. Other scholars, they say, actually it was slightly split to indicate the small gap between the index finger and the middle finger, as the small time period left before the Day of Judgment is going to be established. Also one topic to mention regarding this we, we mentioned it last time We don't know exactly when the day of judgment will be The precise time we don't know The precise date we don't know That is something in the knowledge of Allah In the knowledge of the unseen In the hadith of Jibreel when Jibreel alayhi said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Inform me, tell me about the hour. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam replied, مَا الْمَسْؤُولُ عَنْهَا بِأَعْلَمَ مِنَ السائل? That the one being asked me, the messenger, is no more knowledgeable than the one asking you, Jibreel. Meaning neither me, the messenger, nor you, Jibreel, neither of us know when the Day of Judgment will occur. We do know though that it will be on a Friday as it's mentioned in the narration. There are some scholars in the past, we briefly touched upon this last time too, who did make some ijtihad about when it's going to be. And so, خَاضَ بَعْضُ النَّاسِ قَدِيمًا وَحَدِيثًا فِي تَحْدِيدِ وَقْتِ السَّاعَةِ There are some scholars, there is some speech you'll find in the books, etc., where some of them they mentioned some identification of when the hour is going to occur. However, Qala al hafiz ibn Hajar, al hafiz ibn Hajar, the one who wrote the explanation of Sahih al-Bukhari, he said, Qultu, As-sabiq ila Abu Ja'far ibn Jarir al-Tabari, that one of the first, or if not the first, to mention some type of specification as to when the Day of Judgment is going to occur, Wazi ibn Jarir al-Tabari, the famous scholar who wrote, the Tafsir and also, the Tariq, and he said, uh, أَوْرَدَ فِي مُقَدِّمَةِ تَارِيخِهِ عَنِ بْنِ عَبَّاسِ قَالَ الدُّنْيَا جُمْعَ مِنْ جُمْعِ الْآخِرَةِ that this world is a weak, from the weeks of the afterlife. It is one week from the weeks of the afterlife. A week is signified by what number? Seven. Seven. And so it mentions in the narration, sabatu alaf sana, That this world is only going to last 7,000 years than the Day of Judgment. وَقَدْ مَضَى سِتَّةُ أَلَافُ for سَنَةٌ At the time of this being said, at the time of Al-Imam Al-Tabari, or thereabouts, narrating from Ibn Abbas as he does, it mentions at that time we were already up to 6,100 years. 6,100 years, which would have meant only 900 years ago, that would have been 500 years ago already gone by then. So that was something mentioned. This is just to highlight what has been mentioned. Al-Imam al-Tabari mentioned this narration from Ibn Abbas, the authenticity, Allahu A'alam, that it is 7000 years. وَتَكَلَّمَ فِي ذَلِكَ الصيوط فَقَالَ الَّذِي دَلَّتْ عَلَيْهِ الْآثَارِ أَنَّ مُدَّةَ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةَ تَزِيدُ عَلَى الْأَلْفِ سَنَةِ وَلَا تَبْلُغُ الزيادة عَلَى سَنَةِ uh, And Al-Imam Al-Siyyouti, he mentioned that this Ummah, this Ummah now, the Ummah of Muhammad, Sallallahu will only last between a thousand and fifteen hundred years. According to the statement of al-Imam therefore, there is only another 60 years to go. In another statement of his, he said he couldn't even really get to 1500 years. So these are some statements you might come across, and people may mention them. But what needs to be said is that these statements are all ijtihad from the scholars, perhaps narrations they came across that weren't authentic, but basically all of these opinions are clearly not based upon the evidences that we now know of, the evidences that are clear, which highlight that we don't know when the Day of Judgment is going to be. ابن كثير رحمه الله mentioned, وَكَذَا كُلُّ حَدِيثٍ وَرَدَ فِيهِ تَحْدِيد وَقْتِ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ عَلَى التَّعِيِّن وَلَا إِسْنَادٍ Every hadith or these narrations like the narration of Ibn Abbas, any narration that comes along and tells you the day of judgment is going to be after 7,000 years or 2,000 years or 10,000 years, any narration specifying a timeline... For when the day of judgment is going to be, then those narrations are not established or authentic. So therefore, what is clear is that we do not know when the day of judgment is going to be. What we do know is that there are signs that will appear though, indicating that the day of judgment is approaching and that it is very close and very near and they are known as ashratus saah saah and the meaning of sharat is alama in english sign the signs of the hour the ashrat plural of sharat which means alamat of the hour. In the Qur'an, it even mentions the signs of the hour. So in Surah Muhammad, ayah 18, Allah mentions, (laughs) فَهَلْ يَنظُرُونَ إِلَّا السَّاعَةِ أَن تَأْتِيَهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَقَدْ جَاءَ أَشْرَاطُهَا Are they waiting for the hour to come upon them suddenly? For indeed its signs have come. Allah mentions in the Quran that the signs of the hour have come. And what is the wisdom behind having signs of the hour coming first rather than suddenly the hour just occurring at some point? What is the wisdom behind having these signs that appear leading up to the hour? It is mentioned, one of the wisdoms behind that is to increase our iman. When we start seeing the signs that the revelation told us we would see, we start seeing them in reality, then that certainly will increase our iman knowing that this is what the Qur'an and the Sunnah told us about, knowing that this is what was in the revelation, you start seeing those signs, then it's something which will increase your iman, and your certainty, and your belief. Just like we know, the time for repentance will end when the sign of the sun rising from the west occurs, That tremendous sign happens. The sun rises from the west. Then everybody will know. And everybody will realize. But then it's too late for repentance. When they see that tremendous sign. Of the sun rising from the other side. So these signs they bring about certainty. And increase in Iman for us. Secondly they are an opportunity for the negligent to take heed and to repent and to return back to Allah before it's too late. When all of these signs are appearing and some of the signs of the day of judgment have already happened and gone, we're going to mention some now. When a person who is negligent sees these signs happening, then surely he should reflect and drag himself out of that negligence he's in, and return back to Allah and repent. So these signs, they are a means of bringing awareness to the negligent, bringing awareness to the heedless, to make them reflect and to return back. To Allah before it's too late. So then, what are the categories of the signs? We mentioned last time as well, as is often quoted, there are major signs and there are minor signs. Another way to categorize the signs of the Day of Judgment, though we said was, Through time. So if you categorize the signs of the hour historically, chronologically, through time, then you end up with how many categories? Three categories. And they are signs of the past, signs of the present, and signs of the future. Signs that have already happened. Signs of the Day of Judgment that we were told about, they've already happened, some of them, signs we've been told about that are happening right now around us, and signs that are yet to occur in the future. That is one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is the minor signs and the major signs. There is no evidence in the Qur'an or the Sunnah telling you the signs of the hour are... minor signs and major signs. That categorization doesn't exist like that. But it is because there are indicators that distinguish the signs that the scholars have mentioned these categories. So there are signs that are tremendous. There are signs that will bring about an amazement in people, signs that are out of the ordinary. They are typically the signs known as the major signs. Then there are other signs that are not in that same way, shocking and sudden and amazing in that same way. Then they would be categorized as the minor signs. So even though there is no clear hadith telling you there are major signs and minor signs, this is what the scholars have tread upon. لا دليل على هذا التقسيم لكن على هذا سار أكثر أهل العلم. وأقرب ضابط للتفريق بين القسمين هو ما روى الإمام so there is no hadith telling you these are major signs, these are minor signs like that. But the closest and most indicative evidence that separates the signs and identifies what we could class as the major signs is the hadith narrated by Hudayfa ibn usayd in Muslim Sahih Muslim. Where he said il tala an nabiy sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam wa nahnu he said the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came upon us whilst we were revising revising the religion revising the quran and the sunnah and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came upon us fa so he said ما تذكرون what are you studying what are you revising what are you going over they said we're mentioning the hour we're discussing the, the the day of judgment and the hour so then the Prophet said to them قال إنها لن تقوم حتى ترون قبلها He said, the hour will not occur until you see before it ten signs. Hadith in Sahih Muslim. The hour will not occur until you see before it ten signs. And then he mentioned in the hadith, فَذَكَرَ الدُّخَانِ الدخان which is the smoke. the smoke, the fog الدجال الدابة which is the beast طلوع الشمس من مغربها the rising of the sun from the west نزول عيسى بن مريم عليه السلام عيسى عليه السلام returning يا يأجوج مأجوج known as Gog and Magog and three eclipses one in the east, one in the west and one in the Arabian Peninsula and the last of those signs is the fire that will gather the people, a fire that will begin from Yemen and gather the people to the land of resurrection. These are the signs mentioned in this one hadith together. Therefore, the scholars have mentioned these signs mentioned in this one hadith together as the ten as the major signs. They are all mentioned together in one hadith. In Sahih Muslim, Hadith of hudayfah All of them together in one narration. They are the ones the scholars have classified as the major signs. Why are they known as major? Because like we said, these are unnatural these are affairs that are amazing affairs that are tremendous out of the norm so they are major incidents that occur there is also another point to mention regarding these 10 signs of the day of judgment will they come over a long period of time or do they all come together It's mentioned in the narration that they will come very close to each other. It's mentioned in the hadith, if you have a necklace of beads. If you were to cut that string, you're holding up this necklace with beads on it, you cut the string. So what happens? All the beads begin falling off. The first one falls off, the next one instantly the next one, instantly all of them straight after the next, nothing holding them back now. That's the example given in the hadith, that when the first bead falls, when the first sign occurs, the rest of them straight, one after the next they'll start occurring. One after the next they will start to occur. It won't be lengthy delays and big time periods, when the signs begin, then they will be continuous, occurring one after the next. So that is what's mentioned in the narration. بعض. That if it's cut, then when one falls, all of them begin falling one after the next. So they are signs that will follow through in a quick, consecutive manner so firstly then if we speak about some of the minor signs of the day of judgment some of the minor signs of the day of judgment the first minor sign of the day of judgment and it is a sign of the day of judgment is the fact the very fact that the final messenger has been sent That indicates an important time in the timeline An important marker in the timeline That the final messenger has come and gone No more revelation now No more prophets, no more messengers The final messenger, the final prophet the final revelation has come and gone, indicating all that's left now to come is just the day of judgment next. No more prophets, no more messengers, no more revelation. Religion is complete now. The next thing is the day of judgment now. So that is one of the signs of the hour that the final messenger has already been sent And that could be considered as the first sign or from the first of the signs that now the Day of Judgment is approaching was the fact when the Prophet ﷺ was sent as the final messenger, as the final prophet then that now begins the sequence of signs occurring Finally leading up to the Day of Judgment. Second sign connected to the first is the death of the Prophet wasallam. The death of the Prophet wasallam is a sign from the signs of the Day of Judgment. And there is a hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari, where the Prophet ﷺ said, أعدد ستن بين يدي الساعة. Count six things prior to the day of judgment occurring. Basically therefore six signs. In amongst them, in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, Mawti, my death. That is one of the signs that the Day of Judgment is now close and approaching. And that is something which has obviously occurred. The death of the Prophet Sallallahu Third minor sign, In the same hadith Where the Prophet ﷺ said Count six things before the day of judgment One of them his death Another one of those six things was The conquering of Baytul Maqdis The conquering of Baytul Maqdis Baytul Maqdis which is in Jerusalem The conquering of that and the Muslims taking control of that as a sign of the day of judgment. Watch shalom. So, one of the signs of the hour that is mentioned is the conquering of Baytul Maqdis, the opening of Baytul Maqdis. So, when will that occur? <coughs> it's mentioned as one of the signs of the Day of Judgment that the Muslims will open up al Maqdis. So, when will that occur? Scholars have mentioned that has already occurred and it occurred during the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab occurred during the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab عنه, in the year 1616 Hijri a few years after the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi because during the Leadership of Umar ibn al-Khattab, the second Khalifa, Islam spread a lot. And there were many areas that were opened up to Islam and the people entered into Islam and it became lands of Islam. It spread a lot during the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab. So, Bayt al-Maqdis also was from amongst the places that was opened up at that time. So that is one of the signs of the hour that was mentioned which has occurred in the past. Also from the signs of the hour it mentions in the hadith of Abu Huraira, رضي Anhu عنه Rasulullah رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تقوم الساعة حتى يكثر فيكم المال فيخيض. حَتَّى يُهِمَّ رَبَّ الْمَالِ مَنْ يَقْبَلُهُ مِنْهُ صَدَقَةً وَيُدْعَى إِلَيْهِ الرَّجُلُ فَيَقُولَ One of the signs of the hour is that there will be so much wealth that a person will be concerned he can't find anyone to give charity to and he will put forth the charity to a man, and he will say, I have no need for it. One of the signs of the hour, how the wealth, it becomes widespread to the extent that a person with wealth is concerned who is going to take his charity from him, and he calls a man to give him, and the man says, I have no need for it. The widespread of wealth, The spreading of wealth that is mentioned as one of the signs of the hour. And it's mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam أن الله تعالى سيُعْطِي هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ وَيَفْتَحُوا عَلَيْهَا مِنْ كُنُوزِ الْأَرْضِ That Allah will open up for this ummah and give to them the treasures of the earth. And so, as one of the signs of the hour is this widespread wealth that occurs. Another one of the minor signs of the hour is the Hurul Fitan. Widespread trials and tribulations. Widespread imtihan Walimtihan Walichtibar that there will be much trials and tests upon the people, وَقَدْ أَخْبَرَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ أَنَّ مِنْ أَشْرَاطِ السَّاعَةِ ذُهُورِ الْفِتَنِ الْعَظِيمَةِ أَلَّتِي يَلْتَبِسُ فِيهَا الْحَقُّ بِالْبَاطِلِ that there will be many trials and tribulations within which the truth becomes confusing with the falsehood فَتُزَلْزِلُ Iman And so the iman of people it shakes. ثُمَّ حَتَّى يُصْبِحَ الرَّجُ الْمُؤْمِنَنْ وَيُمْسِي كَافِرًا Just like it mentions in the narration that perhaps the trials and tribulations get to such an extent that a person wakes up in the morning as a believer and in the evening he's ended up as a disbeliever. وَيُمْسِي مُؤْمِنًا وَيُصْبِحُ كَافِرًا Or maybe he's a believer in the evening and by the time it comes to the morning he has become a disbeliever. كُلَّمَا ظَهْرَتْ فِتْنَةً قَالَ الْمُؤْمِنَ هَذِهِ مُهْلِكَةِ ثُمَّ تَنْكَشِفْ وَيَظْهَرْ غَيْرَهَا فَيَقُولْ هَذِهِ هَذِهِ وَلَا تَزَالُوا أَلْفِتًا تَظْهَرُ فِي النَّاسِ إِلَىٰ أَن تَقُومَ السَّاعَةِ So every time these trials they occur, a believer says, this is going to be my destruction, but then it disappears and it goes, and then another fitna comes, and the believer says, this is going to be the end, and these fit they keep coming and keep coming, and they will continue to do so, up until the establishment of the hour. Also from the minor signs of the hour. Mentioned by the scholars is the killing of Uthman ibn Affan. anhu. The killing of Uthman ibn Affan. Radiyallahu anhu is also from the signs of the hour. Laqad kana dhuhur al-fitan fi ahadi al-suhaba radiyallahu anhu. Ba'ad a maqtal ameer al-mu'mineen Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu. Fa'innahu kana ba'aban mughlaqan dhuna al-fitan. Scholars mention often that Umar ibn al-Khattab was like a door keeping out fitan keeping out the trials and tribulations. But that when he died, that door was burst open now, it was broken down now, and the fitan they came. فَإِنَّهُ كَانَ بَابًا مُغْلَقًا دُونَ الْفِتْنِ فَلَمَّا قُتِلَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ ظَهَرَتِ الْفِتَنِ العظيمة. So when he was killed, then many of these great trials and tribulations they occurred. وظهر مِمَّنْ لَمْ يَتَمَكَّنِ الإيمان مِنْ قَلْبِهِ وَمِمَّنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ الَّذِينَ يُظْهِرُونَ لِلنَّاسِ الْخَيْرِ شَرَّ وَالْكَيْدَ لِهَذَا الدِّينَ And so then the people who were calling to those fitan, uh, maybe from those whom the iman had not settled into their hearts, or those who were outright munafiqun, and they were pretending to show goodness to the people, but they were concealing evil, then all of these types of individuals, they began to appear and those and they began. So the killing of Uthman radiallahu anhu, the scholars they mention that is from one of the signs of the hour. Further signs of the hour that are mentioned, one of them is the appearance of the khawarij. Because the Prophet ﷺ mentioned characteristics of those types of people, and so their appearance is a sign from the signs of the Day of Judgment, the appearance of the Khawarij, and several events that are connected to the Khawarij. Some of the scholars have also mentioned the great fitna that occurred, prior to the time of Al Imam Ahmad and during it, which was the fitna regarding the statement that the Qur'an is created, that this fitna was or is also considered from the fitna, indicating the, or an indicator of the signs of the hour. And there are many in fact, the fact that people claimed prophethood for themselves after the final prophet is a sign of the hour, that there will be people who appear and they will claim for themselves prophethood. The Prophet ﷺ told us that. And that is what's happened. There are people who appeared. The Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith of Abu Huraira in al and Muslim, لا تقوم the hour will not be established until close to 30 liars. They are sent claiming prophethood for themselves. And that is something which is occurring, has occurred and continues to occur. People claiming prophethood for themselves. Also, the fire that will occur in the area of Hijaz, hadith mentions, لا حتى تخرج نار من أرض الحجاز تضيء أعناق الإبل That there will be a fire that exits from the land of Hijaz and it will be such in its severity that it lights up the silhouettes so or the necks of the camels in Busra. And this fire, the scholars, they say, it occurred just as the Prophet ﷺ said it was going to occur in the year 654 Hijri. In the year 654 Hijri, the scholars mentioned that fire occurred. 654 Hijri, so over 600 years after the death of the Prophet ﷺ, over 600 years after the Prophet ﷺ had told us it was going to happen, it happened. And so that is from the miracles of the Prophet ﷺ, and upon the authenticity of the Prophethood and Messengership, that he informed us of that fire, and it occurred exactly in the way that the Prophet ﷺ informed us it would occur. A few others, just to round off from the minor signs of the hour, an increase and spread of murder. That this is a sign of the hour, that there is widespread killing that occurs. Another one of the signs of the hour is the loss of trustworthiness and faithfulness and honesty in people. That is from the signs of the hour. Also from the signs of the hour is the fact that knowledge will become scarce and ignorance will become widespread. Knowledge becomes scarce and ignorance becomes widespread. That is also from the signs of the hour. And then in the hadith of Jibreel, there was the mentioning as well of building the Tall buildings, that is also from the signs of the hour. So these are just a selection of some of the minor signs of the hour. Next session inshaAllah ta'ala will go through the 10 major signs of the hour, inshaAllah. The 10 major signs of the hour, the 10 major ones mentioned in the hadith, Insha'Allah Ta'ala, next session we'll do a breakdown briefly of all ten in one session. Insha'Allah, the Dajjal, the coming of Isa Alayhi salam, Ya'juj, Ma'juj, the sun rising from the west, etc. So we'll discuss that from the next session. Any questions up to there? Absolutely, these signs that we've been talking about, there is no correlation between a sign of the hour and evil. (coughs) Signs of the hour can be anything, they can be good things, they can be bad things, they can be things that are neither good or bad, just permissible, mubah things. Just because something is a sign of the hour does not mean it's bad. So for example, we just mentioned there, building tall buildings and competing in doing so. That is mentioned as a sign of the hour. But is it haram to build tall buildings? Completely allowed. It's allowed to build tall buildings. There's no impermissibility in doing that. But it's just the fact that when it happens, it is a sign of the hour. The sending of the final messenger is that A bad thing? Of course not. Impossible to say that. So there are signs of the day of judgment. They are not bad. It's just because people hear about fornication spreading and the loss of trust in people spreading, as we said, killing happening, all these are bad things. And people get an impression that all of the signs of the hour are the evil things that are going to start happening towards the day of judgment. No, not necessarily. There are other things that are not evil they may be just normal things, but they are signs that the hour is getting close. Anything else? So remember, tomorrow is the conference in Liverpool. One day conference beginning at Zuhr uh, time, around about 12.31 o'clock. Zuhr time, the first lecture with Abu Khadija, and then the second lecture with Abu Iyad. And then it carries on for the rest of the day as well. Lectures all the way till Isha. So tomorrow at Dhuhr time. So try and make your way across the Liverpool by Dhuhr time 12, 12.30. So you can benefit from that full day of lectures for families, space for the women as well. There'll be a, a separation of the stalls outside, stalls for the women, stalls for the men. A full day event is organized and planned. So inshallah ta'ala make your way across the Liverpool tomorrow. For that conference, uh, and then we'll resume in two weeks' time, insha'Allah, with the major signs of the hour.